Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. This is Hunter, and I'm in the studio today with Neil. Hello. And Ethan. Hey there. And today, if you didn't know, is the first day of Lent, February 22nd. So today we're going to be talking about that and kind of our experiences, what is Lent, how do you interact with it. Um, and to be completely honest, you'll hear a little bit about our history with it. But if you are super into Lent, this is something you've been doing since you were zero years old and you <laughs> love it. You're a big Lent fanatic. Um, you might not get a lot from this episode other than understanding a little bit more of us so um, personal stories you know yeah <laughs> but if you've never uh had any interaction with lent before if you have a very casual interaction with lent then um well we hope you can pick something away from it so if one of you guys want to start off like what was lent for like for you growing up what is it like for you now mm-hmm. i i feel like we should preface like or just for anyone who's listening to this and be like what is lent because that was my experience guess, growing yeah. up yeah, yeah. like oh, you didn't have any okay no so here i'll intermix my own Ooh. experiences with lent with a little history of lent kind of thing just that lent is something that's been practiced in the church for oh gosh a long time um some some of the earliest centuries of the church's founding mm-hmm. or some of the earliest centuries after the church's founding is when um people started doing lent and lent is essentially a period of 40 days of fasting Mm-hmm. Um, taken from like Jesus's 40 days in the desert um, without food. So yeah, it's 40 days of fasting. It's been done in Christian traditions forever. A lot of times people associate it with more liturgical churches like the Catholic church or the Orthodox church. Um, but it's not exclusively practiced in just those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So been around for a long time, 40 days of fasting. It varies what you are fasting from and mm-hmm when like what are the specifics of that look like so we'll probably talk more about that as we share our personal experiences but just know that it's about fasting from something um for a period of 40 days uh in preparation for easter because uh, it ends with yep. a big huge celebration easter which especially in like liturgical churches like the catholic church the anglican mm-hmm. church orthodox yeah. easter is like a really really big deal like bigger yeah. deal than christmas it's just it's huge Lots of feasting and stuff as you're break, breaking your fourth day fast. Yep. Big deal. We love Easter. <laughs> we do love Easter. Love I know. Easter. It, I, so I um, I attend an Anglican church now, and that's been a new experience for me because I only got into that. Uh, I, I only started attending myself um, hmm. about a year, like less than a year ago. But my wife, who was my girlfriend and fiance at the time, she got into it about four years ago. Hmm. Um got into the an Anglican church and has and totally fell in love with it. So I've been kind of participating with some of the traditions on the side for about four years now. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's been a lot different than the way that I grew up interacting with any of this stuff. Cause I didn't even know what Lent was at the beginning. I was like, I've heard oh, this so word. No, no Lent growing up. Mm-mm. I grew and up in a Baptist like... church and okay. no. in the Baptist church, we had no Lent um, Christmas was a bigger deal than Easter. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, very, just a very different kind of, it was like more like a secular type vibe, but you go to church and, right. yeah, and 
participate. I don't. I don't know. Secular type vibe in the sense of there are not a lot of there were not a lot of Christian holidays and mm. celebrations that we focused on more than others. Mm. Like Pentecost wasn't a huge thing. We did some mm. Passover stuff a few times, mm-hmm. and there were like a couple years where we did like oh let's celebrate Christmas with like a manger and stuff and like a reenactment <laughs> thing but other than that anyway we didn't it didn't just drink stress a lot and then i came to the anglican church and it's like whoa this is this is a lot like because easter's a huge deal and lent is a big part of that leading up to it yeah. because during lent you can fast from kind of the object and hunter you can talk more about this but mm. the object is kind of to do something that will bring you closer to god something that is mm. um you identify something in your life maybe that you can fast from and you use that fasting as an opportunity to focus on God whenever that object comes up in your life. Oh, so if you're cool. fasting from food, it'd be like every time you get hungry, use that op- as an opportunity to be like, oh, I should redirect my uh, yeah. mind to God and focusing on prayer. Um, so if like you have to struggle with prayer, that's an easy time. Like Every time you're hungry, you instead turn that an opportunity to pray. And that's an easy, like, physical reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also, I've heard of people fast from all sorts of things, like social media. And every time that you're, like, tempted to go do that, you, like, pray instead. Or you replace the time <laughs> that you would spend on social media each day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Use those extra minutes and hours to... <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 no YouTube? Oh, my. Uh, it depends. Oh my. I mean, uh, yeah. So, well, I've had friends that would use that extra time to then do, like, Bible studies yeah. instead. Um mm-hmm. Or spend that, yeah, spend that time alone with God. I fasted from, I fasted from sugar one year just because, oh. yeah, it was just, I realized it was something that I wanted to have less of in my life. So there's like that, whatever, there's a little kind of like health benefit type thing. But also it gave me an opportunity to every time that I was presented with sugar or something, I was like, I already want to cut this out more. This gives me an opportunity to every time I see it, I can focus on God and focus on prayer mm-hmm. instead. Wait. How difficult was that for somebody with a sweet tooth? I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm someone with a sweet tooth, really. Um, that it would be significantly more difficult if that was the case. That would be a lot more painful. Yeah. Um, I've already been prepping this year for what I am going to do. I don't remember exactly what I did last year, but this time I'm pretty sure this Lent season starting today, I'm gonna. I think <laughs> probably focus on um, uh, if abstaining you say it, from. You gotta do it. The entire listener base of the Soul Works podcast. I think that I'm is a focus. big thing, actually. Finding people to be accountable with yeah. is really helpful. To that's be on your true. own is rough, but yeah. Which now that's an interesting point, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I realize I haven't actually said I'm going to do, but yeah, yeah, it, it is, uh, <laughs> it, it's there. a good point that a lot of people, you know, the Bible talks about when you're fasting mm-hmm. that you shouldn't let other know, others know that you're fasting, mm-hmm. and I've seen, I've done this myself, but I've also seen people like take that to a pretty big extreme, mm-hmm. where oh, it's gosh. like they'll just like shut down anytime you're like, oh, you like fasting from something. Or, like, you can tell that they're acting weird. They just, like, refuse yeah. to engage or, like, tell you why they're acting strange. Yeah, that's really And that's weird. not that's not the point yeah. <laughs> of that verse. I need to... Yeah. I wish I had the reference right now, but... Yeah. Hunter, you can, like, no, link in the show notes like, or whatever, but... You're not supposed to dress yourself up as if you're yeah. suffering and, yes. like, oh, I'm, I'm having such a bad time because I'm so godly. Yeah. yeah. Being on the show is not what you're supposed to be <laughs> exactly. doing. Yeah. Because, yeah, that would be that... that it's trying trying to avoid the extreme of oh man i'm just mm-hmm. poor me I'm, I'm so 
such a holy person like i'm having <laughs> such a hard yeah. lent that i've imposed upon myself because i love god so much that i want to give up this really hard Just thing wailing in the streets and yeah. covering yeah. yourself in ashes yeah. like, exactly super weird yeah um, so yeah if i give up sugar i don't want to i don't use sugar as an excuse to like say every time that someone offers me dessert be like oh no i'm fasting like sorry it's yeah. lent like yeah exactly exactly no so it, it, but if someone asks so so they it, you shouldn't take it to the other extreme of like if someone asks that i like just don't tell them at all they're like oh you're asking for something because that's something i will often ask a lot of my liturgical friends or even mm-hmm. non-liturgical friends during lent to be like oh yeah you're fasting from something mm-hmm. and they'll i don't know it's like an easy conversation starter totally to talk about um <laughs> but you don't need to like totally hide it yeah uh, okay, this year I am fasting from uh, time, uh, fa- fasting from using time for myself because I, I kind of hyperfixate on being productive with my time, mm. uh, and I, I I don't slow down. <laughs> like efficiency, like overload. Kind yeah, of a thing. like I almost never. I have I never have any time where I just like sit and do mm. nothing or. Mm sit and just like think i'm always like on to the next day yeah i'm always busy i'm like always and and it's just like how i like to fill my time i like to be always doing the next thing and working on something and feeling like i'm working towards some sort of goal and something so i am fasting from yeah fasting from always being busy all the time and taking like two hours probably um out of (laughs) or two days two hours out of two days of the week each week Mm -hmm. of these 40 days uh, to spend time with God and spend time. I need to figure out the exact details because today's the first day, but I need to, but yeah, at least two days um, of every week yeah. for two hours, just kind of take it off. Don't be doing something that is like productive. Recognize that time is in God's hands and that time is not something that I need to be mm. hyper fixated on. Yeah. Yeah, I think what you're talking about right now, too, um, of that, because, like, I don't think it's any secret to our listeners that we're not recording this today on the first day of Lent. It is yeah. before Lent for us. So, <laughs> um, like, as Ethan's talking about what he is going to be fasting from starting today, February 22nd, um, like, he's putting work in to prep himself. He's putting specifics into being like, this mm-hmm. is kind of like how I'm going about Lent. This is mm-hmm. what you know, the mindset I'm going to be going into. Cause for a lot of people, they can't just like begin, you know, like the day of like, you know, there's, there's some hard parts about it. I guess I'll yeah. give a, a specific example for me. Um, because I guess I'll, I'll go a little bit further back and give my relationship. But I, when I first started going to church, starting in middle school, I went to a non-denominational church, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. did celebrate, um, the Lenten season starting with fat Tuesday. A lot of people know it as mm-hmm. Mardi Gras, um, where you kind of like, get together and have a big feast or yeah. indulge yourself in whatever way um before you begin fasting that's, style yeah not not our church did it do it new orleans style we just did a big field uh, feast together that is how that started um, in new orleans like yeah Gras was so that is a much it, that thing. is not part of necessarily the whole thing but we would do it um anyways but then it begins on ash wednesday mm-hmm. um which is today february 22nd and that is uh, to how I understood it, and maybe this is a misconstruing of what I knew as a kid, is that we go to church a lot of times in the morning, sometimes like at night. We did it at night because it was youth group mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights, but um, you get the old palm cross ashes on your forehead. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
um, which was great. And mm-hmm. yeah, the way that I heard it was that was like the palms that would have greeted Jesus on his triumphal entry yeah. into <laughs> Jerusalem. Sweet. So you, you can back me up on this. Cool. Um, and it was like that signifying of like saying I'm, I'm set apart for Christ, consecrated for Christ kind mm-hmm. of a thing as I begin this Lenten season. And then you've got 40 days uh, up until Holy Saturday. And then you've got Easter the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, more parties. Yeah, more parties afterwards. So it begins and ends with a party. It's great. Um but a couple of years ago for me, one of the hardest lengths that I've done um, was a Daniel Diet. And Ooh, a Daniel Diet, if you're not familiar, yeah, comes from the book of Daniel and the diet that he had when, um, you know, all that if you want to read into it. Go is that Darius? Book no. Is Daniel? It, is that... Nebuchadnezzar? Is that Nebuchadnezzar? Oh, man. Maybe anyway. I'm totally wrong. This is one of the totally ones. embarrassing. He served I don't think it's Darius. It's true. Hmm. Uh, anyways, but essentially the diet for me boiled down to kind of simplify because I didn't want to have to overthink it too much, um, but was vegan and no bread. So it was like lots of veggies and whole grains and stuff like that. And that was like really hard for me because I love to eat and I love food and I love Mm -hmm. like cheese and bread and meat and all that kind of stuff. Um, pastas, but, um, I had to do like prep ahead of time, like. I couldn't go into the first day of Lent being like totally blind mm. and not think about like, what am I going to eat when I wake up? Like yeah. I had to get rid of stuff in my house and make yeah. sure that like my home was prepped for me to go into it without as much temptation. I had to go in with like an understanding of like, these are the kinds of things that I could eat and would be good for me. I'd do mm-hmm. some shopping at a time. So I had to lay groundwork um, is what that long story um, about everything is what I'm trying to get to is that like, you know, it is Lent today, and if you haven't done thought about what you want to um, give up, like, that's totally fine. You don't need to be super legalistic about it and, like, um, need to start today. Like, you can start in a couple days if you needed some prep and think about what you need to give up. But it is very helpful to have a couple of days or weeks even to think about how are you going to go about this? How are you going to set apart 40 days to consecrate yourself to the Lord and, and to focus on Him and your reliance on Christ? It is a good thing to participate in, though. Like, I do mm-hmm. encourage, if, if you haven't tried it before, and maybe, I know this sounds like a wrap-up, even though it's not, but yeah. if you haven't tried it before, I really do encourage you to try mm-hmm. try out Lent. Um, try doing some sort of fasting from something um, to consecrate yourself. Focus on focus on God for mm-hmm. an extra 40 days. Like, focus on God extra intently. Yeah. yeah. Not that you can't do that any time in the year, but... It's interesting to have an intentional season. Yeah. Versus... Hey, I go, you know, regular church, a small group, whatever it is that you're, your normal regular. This is outside the normal regular, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's and a it, different season. Yeah. It helps you. It just like helps you to actually focus on it. Like I, cause I know I had thought about it in some terms previously in my life as like, well, you know, I should be doing this all the time. Like, yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to do <laughs> yeah. special yeah. focusing on the Lord because I'm such a good oh, Christian that I should be focusing all the time on the Lord. That's how I feel and, about like, Christmas music though, honestly. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we're not getting that. Right now. <laughs> okay. That was a hot topic. Uh, uh, okay. I think so. We should anyway, always be focusing uh, boy, on the miracle nice. of Christ's birth, but whatever. Some heresy going on. <laughs> Anyways, Neil, so, your uh, experience with Lent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you, or, well, yeah. I, I just want to say that you should focus on, like it is, it is it good. Is. Even if you think that like, Oh yeah, I should be doing this all the time. Like it is helpful to have things that you or times that you set aside intentionally, as Neil said. I mean, that's why holidays are so nice. Like it's it gives you a time to intentionally um, focus on a specific aspect. I know, like like in the U.S., like Thanksgiving is a 
you know, as a thing. And I've heard people be like, well, you should be thankful all year long. Boycott Thanksgiving or something like that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> yes. However, it doesn't mean that it's not helpful to have a time where we specifically focus, focus. on yeah, exactly. a focus on this. This is not an absence in the rest of the time. Mm-mm. It's just something where you're intentionally focusing on it. That does remind me, too, a lot of the all the different seasons and specific holidays mm-hmm. and um, the way all the Hebrews did it. Um, they had a cool uh, cadence every year of all these different seasonal events and seasonal um, um, times of celebration mm-hmm. or times of mourning and times of um, honoring God in different ways. Yeah, And that's a little different because it's like, hey, for this chunk of time, be yeah. it a day, up to even a couple of weeks on some of those, mm-hmm. you thought differently about God because it has a different way to kind of interact with him. Yeah. Um, and so that's what Belent reminds me of when you're talking through all that. Like, sure, every every day you can be close to God and do all the things. But yeah. seasons are really helpful to have yeah. that are specifically designed to engage God in a unique way throughout mm-hmm. the year in different moments. And that's mm-hmm. kind of stems to where my background is, which is Catholic background is where I grew up. So I had 12 years of kind of doing this regular lent season and it was it was pretty strict we also did the ashes on the mm-hmm. uh, forehead which is done by the priest yeah. um and you go up and it's a ceremony and that was there's a lot of cool ceremony stuff uh-huh. um that really helps you um focus your attention and your heart mm-hmm. um, and and for those that are curious like the ashes on the head is like the first day it's like how you kick off mm-hmm. lent kind of ash thing wednesday. they'll have a yeah ash wednesday they yeah. will do a special um, service for that. Off, like churches will often do a special service for that, and ends with putting a cro- uh, ashes in the shape of a cross on every member's forehead. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I didn't know about the palm one though. I don't think we talked about that much in Catholic Church. But it was more like we talked a lot about how you're burying yourself with Christ. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to go with Him down to the mm-hmm. grave, kind of yeah. idea. Mm-hmm. But then you rise yeah, with Him. Totally. Kind of. A, that's the only thing we talked about. Um, and there is a Palm Sunday before. The, the the week before yeah um which is another part of lent there's a, a couple of key things and then fridays were a big deal for us um because we tended to have um everyone fasted meat on friday and you're allowed to have fish <laughs> so that was another part of the catholic tradition yeah um, big fun fact i used to work at mcdonald's oh, oh i've yes. heard this before and they got so many filet fishes out the door it was crazy yep. like all the, time. all the time i've heard that's still the case it, it probably is they, they order like way extra filet fish during mm-hmm. it is an extreme amount yeah during <laughs> the season of lent yep. specifically because like so many people participate mm-hmm. so whoever supplies their fish fillets Mm-hmm. Kudos to you. is, you've got a good season in during it. Lent, yep. an old so. season. But that was the only um, specific thing we fasted. It was another elements that we talked about a little bit, but nobody did it. So hmm. it was Friday you fasted meat, you had fish, mm-hmm. and you had your Ash Wednesday. But like the rest and of the week you weren't doing it. anything? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And there wasn't as much celebration... Or not celebration. There wasn't as, as much closeness to God hmm. throughout the whole season. Hmm. The priests would talk about things every Sunday that were specific to Lent. Mm-hmm. But that was more like you had a teaching that was focused on that time. But yeah. there was no other tradition throughout the weeks mm. except for the Friday yeah. f- fish. And uh, and then the Ash Wednesday. And then Palm Sunday, which is the week before. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then Friday was a big deal. We did the Stations of the Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was huge. That's Friday. actually a really cool tradition, too. Yeah. You'd go through all the stuff. Basically, every yeah. major step that Jesus went through on the day of his execution. Um, and that's is so powerful. Um, mm-hmm. And there's yeah. different ways that churches did it. But ours, we had stations around the, the interior of the church. And we'd have kind of talking through each of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 12 stations. Um, gosh, it's been so long. I was an altar point helped with all that. Too. Nice. Fine. I think 12 makes sense. I think it was 12. But yeah. I should probably know this because I did those. When, did you? Well, when I was in Israel, we got to do, uh, and I'm pretty I'm sure it was 12. No, I think so. it's 14. Something weird. Oh, okay. Too long. I, I think, I think it's 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four, like the stations of the cross are like the, it's like these 14 moments from Jesus, you know, yeah, being cru- or Jesus leading up to being crucified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the main tradition that always stood out in our mind. Mm-hmm. And then you had Sunday being Easter, and that was a big celebration. But it felt. Uh, melancholic, really, compared mm. to uh, the like normal Christian church that I've been to. Wow, in my older life, it was yeah. still happy, but not to the same degree. That's so funny. My liturgical experiences have been this, like the opposite. That's hilarious. Really? Oh okay. yeah, like I mean, yeah, yeah. Mine, my well. my church growing up was like oh Easter, meh. Like there was I mean it was celebratory, yeah. but yeah. Not and like we did some special songs and stuff, but like oh my gosh, or like my friends that go to the my friends that go to an Orthodox church, mm-hmm. they have a service at like midnight, yeah, and then you because like, you like it's like the day of Woo. you like stay up till midnight and you like walk around the church a whole bunch of times and you go have this like massive feast and everyone's like partying hard. Like, <laughs> oh, that reminds me. So one of the coolest events at Easter, yeah, is in Kona, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of the local churches got together on the huge soccer field, yeah, and they would have. Uh, sunrise service. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah sunrise. Oh, we did have that too. Thousands upon thousands yeah. of people. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. that was like, hey, a modern, uh, not modern, but a more Christian, non denominational take on, on Easter and stuff. Yeah, so that was a good wrap up compared yeah. to where I grew up. Yeah. Just a little bit more. And I had this. Down. I had this one thought that I was thinking that I, Lent has been really helpful for me because it also, I guess I don't think we explicitly said this because Lent is. 40 days um, and ends in Easter. Easter is celebrating the resurrection, right? The 40 days leading up to it is you are kind of participating in some ways in um, like bearing the cross or mm-hmm. bearing Christ's suffering yeah. um, during that season as you're kind of remembering the suffering that Jesus went through in those 40 days. And so that's mm-hmm. why Lent will often have kind of more of a melancholic, Lent itself will have mm-hmm. more of a melancholic, melancholic yeah. feel. Um, and that has been actually something that's been really big and transformative for me in my Christian walk is that like, I did not focus on suffering at all. I kind of tried to avoid that as much as possible (laughs) for most of my Christian life and having a season. I was very uncomfortable with having a season that like forced me to focus on suffering and Mm -hmm. sadness because I felt like there was already enough of that in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So at first I was, that's why I was like, I I was fasting from sugar and stuff. I'd be like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm going to do this and focus on the prayer part of it, but not focus on like, the suffering, but it's only been in the last couple of years that I've really been able to kind of embrace that and be like, oh, okay, there is, like, Jesus talks a lot about how there will be suffering and trials in this life, and I can take a season to really immerse myself in that, even if that is kind of depressing. Like, you shouldn't, don't do this so you're, like, affect, negatively affecting your mental health like, yeah. in a significant way, but giving myself a season where I can just kind of say, yes, there is suffering in this life, there is evil, 
I will grapple with this for 40 days, mm-hmm. but there'll be, but Jesus wins in the end. Like that's what the big celebration needs to be. Yeah. It's like Jesus wins over all of that in the end. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you want to look more up, if this was, you know, got your interest peaked, like you should definitely do some research. There's a time I mean, you can just look up what is Lent, how to do Lent, mm-hmm. like all of this stuff. Um, you can find a ton, but uh, just some like things in the past I've heard friends do. If you, got, you can throw a couple out too, like social media is great. Uh, specific food diets, like Ethan mentioned sugar. Mm-hmm. I mentioned doing like a Daniel diet. Coffee. Coffee would oh, be yeah, yeah. My, a my good one. Done Hard for some people, but so great. Um, it could be, you know, how we spend our time, like mm-hmm. Ethan's talking about doing this year. Like really get inventive. Like mm-hmm. what what is that thing that you feel like you can instead fill a void Mm-hmm. Um, by getting rid of that with Christ and and focus on an intentional relationship with Him through mm-hmm. uh, scripture reading, through prayer, whatever kind of togetherness you need with Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, with that, thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time and have a great day.